There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. G95, Josh and his show. Josh and Scott, welcome in to Thursday, everybody. Glad you're with us. What, you've been working on your uh, your new old car, you said? My new old car, yeah. I changed a valve cover gasket, all the spark plugs, the coils. It feels like perhaps, and I don't know, this is a used car you purchased? Yeah. Feels like perhaps you shouldn't have bought a car that had that many issues. Well, I was unaware of these. <laughs> you mean that the advertising one is uh, wasn't as truthful as that uh, Facebook post a couple weeks ago? Yeah, that, that that really nice Toyota Camry I should have bought. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I'm somewhat handy. Thank God I'm somewhat oh, handy. Oh boy! But uh, oh, so so you bought a, a used car because we've been talking for weeks and months about how you need some car that doesn't guzzle gas because you drive. Uh, where is it from Cape Girardeau to come to work <laughs> for every day? Missouri. You're way the hell out there. So you drive into work every day in this big ass like F750. <laughs> it's a 350, but okay. it's a gigantic rig and it eats a bunch of gas. So you're like, I need to get a car, just four wheels and an F and C. So this thing's a four cylinder, right? Yep. It was filled up on Monday. Yep. It's Thursday and I'm just under half a tank. That's all well and good. But you spent what, like twenty five hundred? You said no. That's what the deal. That's what the auto mechanic shop was like when I went there. No, 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 no. I'm talking about what you spent to buy the car. Three. You spent three grand to buy the car. You were totally unaware that you would need to put three thousand more dollars into the car. Yes. You were unaware. So. Yesterday. Whose fault is this? Is it the person that sold you the car, or is it your fault for not doing a little due diligence? My fault for not doing because we can do a little. I, I will not tell you, or I will not tell the people who you bought the car from. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'm but not it, mad. I mean, it's my own fault. It's a woman, though. Yeah, not it's that super women, clean on the inside. Not that women don't know about cars. There's a ton of women that know far more about cars than I do. But my point is, this particular woman knows nothing about cars. She does not. I don't think. So it's not like she deliberately hosed you and sold you a lemon with eight different things wrong with it. So in that case, I it kind of is your fault. I, I think it's your fault. Well, it's better than buying a new car either way. And but I was it's, it's not to... as good as buying a used car that had nothing you needed to fix. There's always something to fix. And I did splurge a little bit. I bought a wireless Apple CarPlay radio that I popped in there today as well. What is that? Like, so I can use my phone, and it's got like this navigation and stuff on the dash. Oh, like, oh I see. So, so it's like you upgraded radio. the radio. It was a cassette deck. <laughs> I mean, it's an 04 Camry. For well, I mean, sake. you could have just bought one of those little cassettes that attaches to a CD player and put the cassette in there, and then boom, you'd have compact well, disc capability. It had a CD player too, okay. and a cassette. But okay. like either both of those are like kind of out of date, you know? Like I was my joking. Music's on my phone. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm well aware that a CD player is out of date. I looked for an eight track, but I couldn't. Find one. Yeah. <laughs> Little Toyota Camry 8 track. <laughs> Popping that kiss. God, how live. About, how about old school whenever you would have a CD changer in the trunk of someone's oh, car? Yeah. You put like 11 CDs in, in the, the trunk. Box. And yeah. you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, man? I just kept my little. Uh, pleather case in there full of burn CDs. Now, that was probably more dangerous than texting and driving. 100%. Looking for the CD that you want. Like, people talk about texting and driving all the time now. The things that people of a different generation have done when driving their cars, probably more dangerous than texting and driving. Like, thumbing through your CD cases or uh, changing cassette tapes or shaving or changing your pants. Or rolling a doobie. All these things that people have done that are extremely <laughs> dangerous. Uh, but anyway, all right, so we have to do uh, next-gen spin coming up here in a few minutes. I'm going to go simple with this one. Okay. We're going to go 20 years okay. back. So 2004. Good year. The top two rock songs of the year, 2004 were Figured You Out by Nickelback. All right. And Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. 
those are your options. I know where you're going to go, so I don't even know why I bother asking. <laughs> and in moments like this, we say, what would Trump say? And he'd say Nickelback. <laughs> he would. And he'd say, I think he God would. God bless the Canadians. The two of you would get together and say, we're going we're gonna to go Nickelback. <laughs> we back the back. They were huge. They were huge. We back <laughs> the back. Look, look, I, know, I know Chad. Where's Chad? There we go. That's you. <laughs> Good man, Chad. But we will leave it up to the audience here at 314-514-5809. 314-514-5809. Are we going Figured You Out from Nickelback or Boulevard of Broken Dreams from Green Day? You make the vote. We'll have it for you coming up here in about 15 minutes. It's KG. All right. Today's Next Gen Spin winner. It appears that uh, many people listening to the Josh Innes show back the back like we do. Yes. We're big Nickelback people. Uh, back on, uh, well, in 2004, so 20 years ago, the top two songs, rock songs in the country, were Figured You Out by Nickelback and Boulevard of Broken Dreams from Green Day. So which was one, which was two? Uh, Nickelback was number one. Nice. Now, I know how accurate that list was, but I went with it because I wanted to hear Nickelback and people came through. Because they know we are a big backing of the back show. Yes, sir. I think the drunkest I've ever been at a concert was a Nickelback concert. <laughs> and that's saying something because I remember most concerts I attend. Didn't you grab his package or something? No, Scott. That uh, is not true. I did not <laughs> grab Chad's package. I tried to grab... No, uh, <laughs> I knew there was something. No. Um, so this was in Austin. Austin, Massachusetts? I was in Austin, Texas. Austin, Delaware? And I was in uh, I was in the front row of this concert. Let me rewind a little bit. So I went to the show because I wanted to see Nickelback. And a buddy of mine was a radio dude in San Antonio. And through a record label, he scored two front row center tickets to see Nickelback at this outdoor venue in Austin. So I was like, well, we're coming down to see. I lived in Philly at the time. So me and my wife flew down into Dallas, drove from Dallas into San Antonio, and we went. We were also supposed to meet Nickelback before the show, but we got there too late, so we missed the meet and greet, and I was really ticked off. Oh, yeah. And you had so, met Chad before. No, oh, never had. You met him after. Yeah, okay. never met him. So I was excited. I wanted to meet Chad. So I was very disheartened when I didn't get to meet Chad, so I did what anyone would do if their hero was right there and they didn't get to meet them. I got really bombed on like 9% alcohol craft beers at this concert. And I just chugged you those. You just cried. I could have. <laughs> I might have done that too. But I just chug a lug these really heavy ABV beers because that's what they had. And it didn't take me too long, but I got really, really bombed. By the time the show started, I barely remember any of it. But all I do know is I was in the front row. My wife and my buddy's wife, they were in some other seats. They were like, first of all, we don't even want to be at this Nickelback show. And second of all, there's only two good seats, so they gave them to me and my buddy. Cause well, I, that's nice of them. And then they sat up in the lawn or something and killed some time and drank some beers. So from what I've been told, I ended up on the video board a lot because I was just like, ah! <laughs> and uh, from also what I've been told, I just I almost got kicked out by security. But I, one of the guys in the band, I don't know if it was Chad or who, but one of them like basically like, no, let him be. He's having a good time. So I was just in the front row doing this. Fast forward. Don't remember much of the show. Fine. I wake up the next morning. We're staying at a La Quinta Inn in San Antonio. I wake up. I'm in the bathtub. It's like five in the morning. Everyone else is asleep. I'm in my underwear in the bathtub. Water, water is running. The oh. shower is running on me in the bathtub. I wake up. I'm like, where am I? Like, hangover type thing. I'm feeling everything. I reach down and there's a drumstick floating in the water. <laughs> and I go, what is this? <laughs> you had a how, hell of a night. <laughs> how did this happen? So I stumble out. I'm like, Jilly, what, what happened? She goes, what? She goes, well, you were really hammered. And I go, yeah, well, what is this? She goes, you don't remember? I said, no. You get, The guys walked over to you and handed you a drumstick. They were, like, excited because you loved the show so much. They almost kicked you out, but they wanted you there because you were awesome. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Nickelback uh, gave me a drumstick. Got a drumstick, bro. 
And I kept that drumstick for a long time. I would use it for like household chores, like getting hair out of the sink and stuff. There you go. I, I, I wanted to give it a purpose. <laughs> so I would just use this drumstick and dig out clogged hairs and stuff. Now, do you usually find yourself in the tub when you're that hammered? Oh, I find myself in the tub all the time. I've only done it once. I love tubs. Oh, so well, now I'm interested. Tell me your well, I drunk think I tub you. story. So this was when I was in Cabo and we mm -hmm. hung out with Michael Anthony yep. and drank a ton of tequila. Yeah. And I don't remember going home. They got me back. And the next thing I know, I wake up in the bathtub in the hotel room with the water running I on like me. It. And I'm in my underwear laying in the tub at 536 in the morning. I get up and I'm like, what in the hell happened? It means you had a good time. And you know what? I surprisingly didn't feel too terrible the next day. The thing is, I'm beginning to think I have a problem because I never feel terrible. I just wake up. <laughs> I just wake up. I don't know what to do. I'm immune to hangovers. <laughs> G95, Nickelback. That is today's next-gen spin. Write it down. You're going to need to know all of them tomorrow, and that includes two of them from uh, Tuesday, I think it was. So, so far, we've had five next-gen spins. Tomorrow will be number six, and you will need to know all of those to win those uh, tickets to see Life, Death, and Other Scary Things, the uh, John Hewlett uh, event uh, that uh, features Ron Stevens and all that. So, uh, and other celebrity types that are essentially going to roast the U-Man. So uh, you can win those tickets tomorrow, but you got to know all of the next-gen spins. I'm looking at some of these uh, texts that are now coming in from people that are about times they too have woken up in the bathtub hammered. Oh, nice. This person just so says... we're not alone. Hell, I thought the bathtub was the only place to wake up drunk. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think there's something to that about feeling better the next day. Yeah. Wash what? your sins and bad decisions away. Yeah, and I just like taking a bath. I like bathing. Do you I'm like baths? Oh, I, I love to bathe. Not necessarily a bath, but I like to bathe in the sense that I enjoy a good shower. Yeah. Love showers. I can shower three, four times a day. I don't give a damn. Just we, love being in there. We got one of those new shower heads that are like... Like a rainforest shower yeah, type? Yeah, it's like a big square. It's like 11 inches And it's like on so. top of you, kind of? Or? Yeah, it kind of comes. It's not like one of those ones that are straight over the top, but it yeah. comes out, and yeah, like a little bit. See, I'm a big fan of like a, a good pressure. I'll take like a more narrow pressure-filled shower than the water just falling on you, like a type of deal. I like it. Like, you know what I really like is the shower heads you get at like a gym. That kind of almost like really intense mist that kind yeah. of comes down on you to shower in the uh, gym. Fan of those. Not that I ever go to the gym. I literally used to go to the gym. Fun fact, me and my dad used to just go to this gym in Baton Rouge because it had a steam room. So the two of us would walk into the gym, see the lady at the front desk and say, give us four towels. Then we would go into the uh, locker room and sit in the steam room for like an hour and then leave. It had to look like we were just two gay dudes going into the steam room to bang it out. <laughs> just two big, burly, bearded jamokes walking in. Hey, ma'am, we're going to have four towels, please. Never went to any of the equipment. Never lifted a weight. Never ran on the treadmill. Just went, sat in the steam room, showered, left. And these people had to think that we were like, what, so you guys sexing it? <laughs> you tearing it up? Just two bears going at it in there? What are um, you guys doing? My favorite shower, like, we, it was in a hotel room when we were on tour. It was so pressurized that it almost hurt. I like, like that. It just tore the skin off. It has you. to. And you got to get uh, it hot, too. That shower's got to be hot, hot, uh, hot. I can't oh, have no lukewarm shower. I can't do hot, hot, hot. I, I thought that you might have sensitive skin as it relates yeah, to uh, the, the water. That. Okay, not everybody's a now, man. No, Marla does. Like, I can't, like, it sucks because, of, you know, like, it's, it's it, shocking it, to it me. It burns. Yeah, I, Marla strikes me as the kind that likes a good hot shower. I need sounds a little odd. Notch. I need a, <laughs> that sounds totally How odd. How would you know? How <laughs> would you know what my woman likes? <laughs> but no, like, I have to notch it down a little bit just to get the, the edge off the hot water. I love it hot. Uh, reading some of the other text, I have a funny story. Woke my friend up in Vegas, and it looked like he had both screwed and killed some cheeseburgers. <laughs> Boy. He had a good time. My friends hate it because I don't get hangovers either. Love your show. I, like, I struggle. I don't want to get a hangover. I used, I, I used to get anxiety really bad. See, like, that happens, like, later after the fact, like, yeah. later in the day. I kind of get that sometimes, too, but I don't get hangovers. Yeah, I don't like it. For whatever reason. Boy, if you'd like to share your stories, 314-514-5809. We have a lot to get into today. We are just loaded with stuff. we got to do sports here in a little bit. We will have more pig roast tickets coming up at 3.30. We'll play one and done. 
I've got psychedelic drugs and pot-related stories, so Scott will have insights. Yeah! Uh, I just got a lot. We got a lot. So you might as well stay there. It's the Josh Jenna Show. You know what's an underrated treat is um, the turkey sandwich at Lion's Choice. I, I mean, I've, I've never had it. Dude, it's great. Now, the beef is obviously, I mean, it's the beef. It's great. And I've been eating a lot of Lion's Choice lately because it's the easiest thing by my house to just hurry up and get something quickly. And I'm never really starving because I'm on the Manjaro. So basically, two or three times a week, I'll swing over to the Sunset Hills Lion's Choice and grab just a beef and no fries and bada-bang, you know? And But the turkey I had today because I was kind of sick eating the beef for the fourth time this week. And turkey's really good. You put a little of that seasoning on there. Oh, yeah, I bet it's that solid. is good. I love their seasoning. The seasoning's amazing. So uh, I was reading a story about Brian May, he of uh, the rock and roll band Queen. Perhaps you've heard of them. He has said that he does not like the song Under Pressure with Queen and David Bowie because he didn't like the mix, but he does recognize that the song works. So he said, a lot of people like the song, I don't like it, but hey, the mix works, it's a point of view, and it's done very well, and people love it, he said. Basically, there was a beef during the recording process of that song between David Bowie and Queen, basically about how the sound needed to be, if it needed to be more guitar or whatever. And Brian May does not like the song. I'm kind of with him. It's not really a song that I dig. I'm not a huge Queen guy, though. I'm not either. I, there's a lot of Queen I enjoy. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody is great, obviously. And there are good songs. Like, I'm just not someone who's obsessed with Queen. But tell me this, Scotty boy. Tell me a song that is either universally beloved or kind of a song that you know most people like or is considered an all-time classic. And you go, eh, I don't get it. Man, this will piss. This probably not a popular opinion. All right. Stairway. Same. I just, and I think I got tired of it. Like, I, I used to like, but I mean, you can only hear it so many times. Like, I, I don't know. I like when it picks up. Sure. Other than that, I just But that's in like the like, last two minutes of a nine-minute song, too, you know? Like, listen. There's a lot of bands that I respect, but I'm just not a huge fan of the entire catalog. And you know how I feel about Pink Floyd. Uh, Pink Floyd's not one of my you favorites. Love them, don't you? Uh, now, Led Zeppelin. I like a lot of Led Zeppelin I stuff. I do too. I do like, too. But that's the point of this discussion: is songs that are considered universally loved or great, and you're just like, I don't get it. I'll never get it. I just don't like that song. And this is all because Brian May, who's in Queen, is like, I don't like Under Pressure. I don't think it was a good song. I just, I don't blame him on that one. <laughs> and I, a part of it is just an overplayed aspect, I think, yeah. leads people to dislike songs. But uh, 314-514-5809 if you want to text in. 314-514-5809. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Here's what I want to know. Songs that you consider universally loved or adored or are considered all-time classics, like Stairway, generally speaking, is considered top two or three rock song of all time. Oh, yeah. It's just not one of my jams. Brian May, Under Pressure is not one of his jams. Scott, same thing with you and me, Stairway, not one of our jams. So get in, 314-514-5809. All right, so the Blues are back at it tonight. They're back home after heading up north. North? They uh, had some action in Buffalo and a couple of uh, Canadian games, Toronto uh, being one of them. And then uh, Toronto got them pretty good the other night. Now they're back home to take on another team from Canada. That would be the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> and let me tell you about Edmonton. These cats score, man. Do they? I uh, The other night, they scored five goals in the third period. Oh, my God. I think they scored nine total in this game the Holy other night. Holy cow. So um, I really think this could be a blood bloodbath tonight or... Maybe they get great goaltending, and it's uh, slightly more competitive. Who's the, in the net? Uh, I'm not sure. I have to look. I guess I should have known that. I'm going to guess Bennington. I mean, you got to go with your best bet, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Now, I know that, that he had last game, but um, I think in this case, you probably want Bennington in net because he still gives you the best shot, and you're facing a team that can just score nonstop. Like, they are relentless, Edmonton is, so... I'm going on Saturday. They're taking on Nashville. Last time I saw them play Nashville, uh, Nashville went out and I think scored like nine or ten against us too. I left in the second period. I had these tickets 
and I was and I was sitting next to Tommy's kid. Yeah. Tommy's kid showed up, and like ten minutes later, I left for good. I was like, "Listen, kid, this thing is like seven to one in the second period. I got other things to do. I gotta go." Let me see here. I think I can get you who's Bennington. starting. Bennington's going yep, tonight. I found it. I, I was figured that would Sorry. be. So, um, so if he can get hot, then maybe they have a shot. But Edmonton is just nasty, man. Like, I'd like to get to a point where one day we root for a team that's just disgusting offensively like that. Like, the Blues have been more fun to watch since they whack Baruby. But, like, they're not some sort of juggernaut offensively. Like, one day maybe we can have a juggernaut offensively where, guy, like, guys can score at will, you know. But probably not. But who knows? But at least it's been more fun to watch lately. Uh, other stuff, uh, the XFL or the UFL is what they're calling it now. And uh, the Battle Hawks are going to be back at it here coming up in uh, March. And they've released some of the new rules of this league now that the two leagues have merged. I really dig some of the wacky rules they have in this spring football because it kind of gives you an idea of what could maybe happen in the NFL and just kind of see how it is. For example, after teams score a touchdown, they can try for an extra point, which is scoring from the two-yard line. They can get two extra points by scoring from the five-yard line, or they can score three extra points from scoring from the 10-yard line. No kicks. No like, kicks no, at all. I like that. That's fun. Extra points are boring anyway. Uh, let's see. Teams will have a chance to retain the ball after scoring a touchdown or a field goal in the fourth quarter by converting a fourth and 12 rather than have an onside kick. Now, they can still kick it onside, but they can say from their own 28-yard line, they can try to convert a 4th and 12. Now, if they don't get that 4th and 12, the other team gets the ball in great position. But I like that, too, because how often are onside kicks converted? Like, never. never, Like, yeah. one in a million, right? So, I like that, too. Overtime, the overtime rules in this league. Teams will have three chances to score as many times from the 5-yard line as they can. So, it's like a shootout in okay, hockey. Okay, yeah. So each team gets three shots from the five. The team that scores the most from the five-yard line will win. Now, if it's tied after three attempts, the teams will continue with additional rounds until a winner is decided. I like that, too. Look, if you're going to be something that's not the NFL, you might as well do wacky stuff. Yeah, that, add that, some you know. extra stuff. Yeah. So I like it. I'm looking forward to Battle Hawk season, baby. I'm about anything that is St. Louis. I'm here to rep the Lou because not enough people will. But I'm here for us. That's why I exist. I like it. Speaking of people that rep the loo, I saw something that, that tickled me the other day. So there's a clothing company here in town, like an apparel store called Series 6. And yeah, I've heard of dude, them. The, the, the gals that run this, I think it's a female-run business. I'm not sure, but they're the ones I always see on their Instagram posts. They got eBay jeans? Uh, I bought another pair, by the way. I now have three <laughs> pairs of eBay jeans, but either way. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at their stuff online. They got great gear. It's awesome. They're local. So a couple days ago before the Super Bowl, they did a video that was titled, people are asking if they can get Kansas City gear here before the Super Bowl. And in the video, basically, it looks like they're about to go over and show you where all their Chiefs gear is. And then right at that moment, directions to Kansas City pops up. <laughs> like, that's where you can get. Because we're all about the Lou, baby. I love it. I love it. So I wanted to give them a shout out. They got some really cool looking gear over there at Series 6. Look like good people over there. So there you go. All right. We're going to get back to your uh, calls and texts about overrated songs. Brian May of Queen says he doesn't like Under Pressure. He just played on it, but he doesn't like it. And that's a very well-respected classic rock anthem that many people love. Both Scott and I said, you know what? We don't really care for Stairway. It's kind of played out. I got a whole bunch of texts to get to on this and some phone calls. And we've got pig roast tickets. We're just locked and stocked. There you go. Guns and Roses now. Oh, yeah. And you know that's not possible. KC95, Josh and his show. Josh and Scotty today. We were talking about how Brian May doesn't like the song Under Pressure. Curious to know what other artists, like what songs of other artists they all hate. Like I've heard Billy Joel, he was on Howard Stern the other day. And he said something about how he just doesn't like playing Piano Man anymore. He's kind of bored with it, you know? I can see that. I mean... But that happens with your signature song. Yeah. Now you play it because you know you have to. Like a dick would go, I'm not playing it. I'm going to play something else. Now at least he plays the songs that he knows he has to play. It was kind of like uh, in that Eagles documentary where, um, oh, what's his name that's saying uh, take it to Randy Meisner. Like Randy Meisner was like, I don't want to sing Take It to the Limit tonight. 
And the other guys are like, you realize that I have to sing Peaceful Easy Feeling every night. I don't want to, but I have to because that's what the people want to see, Randy. <laughs> Go home and practice, Randy, you tuned <laughs> son of a... Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Randy. This isn't your band. <laughs> we ain't got no goddamn band, Randy. We don't need you, Randy. You <laughs> <laughs> And then Randy got the hell out of there. And uh, and as it turned out... <laughs> I love that scene in that movie. <laughs> Go home and practice, Randy, you tuned <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a voicemail, it appears. Um, someone with thoughts on the song uh, Under Pressure. It sounds like someone who may agree with uh, the sentiment of Brian May. Hey, I'm Johnny Thomas, and uh, I, I grew up with Mark Close. <laughs> you listen to him. And all I want to tell you is this, this radio that you play, this song, Under Pressure, the world's under pressure. You know, you ought to just quit playing this f***ing song because it's stupid. It's the worst f***ing song that you put on. You put it on three times a f***ing day. I'm sorry for stating my damn opinion, but you know what? I've been living in Crestwood all my life. I'm tired of hearing being under pressure. I'm getting older. That's f***ing pressure. You tell f***ing you it or f***ing close or one of them other Excuse my god darn English. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But that's the worst song you can hear when you're <laughs> 61 years old and did a ton of drugs all your life. You want to put that on the radio? Put it on. Johnny, South County, Jet. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, Excuse like the my song. English, because this F and F and F and F. <laughs> like, listen, he doesn't like the song. Doesn't like Under Pressure. You know, I, <laughs> life spot, under pressure. Listen, spot the lie. There is no lie in there. This man told no lie. Get older, there's pressure. <laughs> He's, I've lived in Crestwood my whole life. That's pressure. <laughs> the man knows pressure. It reminds me of that Charlie Daniels song. I've been living here my whole life. You call home and ask my wife. <laughs> All right, we got to give away Pink Rose tickets. You want to play one and done? Well, get in now. Get on those horns. What the hell is the number for this radio station? 314-974-1111. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. I knew Coach had a purpose, and I can't... <laughs> I knew it. He drilled it into my brain. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Without you here, I'll never know the number. <laughs> Call us. Give us the I number. I miss you, damn it. <laughs> All right, one and done. You want Pig Rose tickets? We got them. My God, it's Thursday. It might snow tomorrow. What the hell's going on here? It's Rush on Casey. G95, Josh and his show. All right. Like we have been doing many times here lately, we will play one and done. It's a very simple game. I ask you one music-related trivia question. You answer it right, you win tickets. Today's tickets are to the pig roast. It's, uh, what is that? Foreigner and Sticks, John Waite. June 18th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It's going to rock. We're all going to be there. I have confirmed with Jesse today that me and Scott are invited to come. We will have tickets to that, so that's exciting. But who else will have tickets? Let's go to the phones right now. Hello, KC95. Oh, my God. This is Cheryl Sutton. Hey, Cheryl, where are you calling from? Cahokia, Illinois. Cahokia, Illinois. Look at you over there. How are things in Cahokia? <laughs> I want to give you the tickets anyway now. My God. You don't even have to. <laughs> all right. All you have to do is answer one question right and you get pig roast tickets, okay? Okay. All right. All you have to do is answer this question. Here it is Which singer was born Anna Mae Bullock? Oh, my God. Anna Mae Bullock. Oh, my God. Oh. Eat the oh. cake, anime. Eat the cake, anime. Oh. And, oh. Anime Bullock. Who is Anime Bullock? Sandra. No. Bullock. Oh, bless your heart, anime Cheryl. Bullock. Bless your heart, Cheryl. You have to live in Cahokia, which is tough enough as it is. Oh. Sure the hell is. No. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever got through to you all the years of calling. 
You know what? I'm feeling benevolent today, Cheryl. So congratulations. You've got pig roast tickets, all right? <laughs> she has oh to live in Cahokia. Come, Come on, everybody. <laughs> I mean, she's in Cahokia. She's one of four people still there. So, Josh, I'm proud of you. Good for you. <laughs> she said I ain't leaving. We ain't leaving. <laughs> you Thank bet. You, you oh bet. My God. Well, Cheryl, who's sending you from Cahokia all the way to the pig roast? Of KC95. Oh, my. 95, don't fear the Reaper. No, I don't have any Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> and 36 <laughs> pairs last Where month. were you? So, um, I got a bunch of people with texts that they're sending in about songs they hate that people seem to love. That's because Brian May of Queen said he hated uh, Under Pressure. Never liked Under Pressure. So does Johnny from Crestwood. Johnny from Crestwood was certainly does not. He was not happy. Not at all. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to the phones. Hello. Well, you talk about a song that everybody loves and I hate. What's that? Sweet Home Alabama. Why is that? I don't know. I just, I'm not a Skinner fan for one, but it seems like that song is on like every 20 minutes. I don't, I don't, it just, I just, I, I think it's probably what you guys were talking about. I just got tired of hearing it. No, I think you're right. And thank you for the call. I think that. Basically, songs we dislike are born of hearing them too much. Like, I don't yeah. dislike Piano Man, for instance, but I, I, I have really no desire to hear Piano, uh, Piano Man. Um, now, so, now, I'm trying to think of a song I legitimately just dislike without having heard it a billion times, you know, but... How many say I? Uh, I know, I love that song. <laughs> a lot of people with uh, I Shot the Sheriff, like four or five people have texted in with that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. Well, and again, because out of all the Clapton songs, that's probably the one you hear the most. Did Marley do a version of that? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I like that version. Yeah. <laughs> I've had some good well, times. Well, you don't hear it as much. I know, and I've had some good times in that song. Isn't it? A, is, uh, this might be a stupid question, and I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is. If I can't answer it, it's not stupid. Listen. <laughs> but wasn't I <laughs> Shot Did the I mean Sheriff a Bob Marley song before it oh, was? You know, I, yeah, I think it was. I think. And now, if I'm wrong, I will be judged for this, and that's fine. But I'm fairly certain that it was originally Bob Marley, and then it was Clapton. Uh, let's see. Craft Queen, she says, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Another one. Multiple people with Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. I think it's more of an overplay situation than it is the actual song. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a song I just legitimately hate. Like, there are a lot of Pink Floyd songs I legitimately just don't like. But there are some that I like. You know, some are pretty cool. And some of them just have to do with the fact that there's tons of sound effects in them. And that's and why I like hate that. that. Because that was kind of a... The thing with, with Floyd at that time, a lot of the bands were using sound effects. Oh, I get you it. You know what I mean? And, and it's kind of a weird time. Oh, I, totally. And I get it. I just don't like... Like, the like Time is a really cool song. Yeah. Like, it's, like, intense and, like, the bass... I mean, it's good. Take it away. It's ah, Dude, I love it's a song. good jam. But the clocks make me hate it. Uh, it is Bob Marley who wrote. Uh, I That's why I'm here. Yeah. Joshy knows. That's just how it is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, who are you? Uh, let's see. Rush sucks. This one says. That's, uh, but who are you is not a song from Rush. That's Behind from Blue Boo. Eyes. Uh, let's see. Mr. Roboto sucks. You know what I find fascinating is that we play this pig roast promo, and the first song in the promo is the song that I would argue that most real diehard, like, Grand Illusion Sticks fans hate the most. The one that killed the band, Mr. Roboto. Figure that one out. I hear that promo and I go... I see, I like that song. Listen, I do I too. I don't love the song, but I'm not, I, you know... It, Look, you don't hear it enough. Like, yeah, I don't, you don't well, ever yeah, hear it. We're not going to play it because it's it's early 80s concept album drivel, but it's fun and frivolous and it's fine. <laughs> drivel. It's drivel. <laughs> Mr. Roboto is they a... They spent it, a lot of time on listen, that song. Mr. Roboto is a <laughs> terrible song. I like it. There's a lot of... You want to go down a list of terrible songs that I love that we can get into it? Let's go. <laughs> we got a week worth of shows. We have got... Every Night Ranger album. <laughs> so, uh, so, that ain't an issue, bro. Oh I can go down a list of a thousand terrible songs that I enjoy. It's harder to find songs that the world loves that I hate, I guess. Um, let's see. This person says, I can't stand Beast of Burden. Well, that I disagree. That's a great song. Uh, let's see. Uh, Master of Puppets. 
I got on here. Man, that goes for me, and I hate to say it. You know what? It goes for a lot of Metallica for me. Dude, here's a person of my own heart here, and this is going to be unpopular. This person says, I hate the long, drawn-out ending to Layla. Me too. Dude, the first, like, <laughs> It four... makes me want to watch Goodfellas. Yes. <laughs> it does. Like the helicopters <laughs> following. Frankie Cabone frozen like, up. I'm all fine with it. But I agree with that person. Like, I love Layla. Like, the first right. four minutes of it is killer. Then it's a little self-indulgent for the next four minutes, right? Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to more people. We'll play more rock and roll. Who knows? It's Thursday. We're having a good time. Brought to you by Seavers Equipment and Seavers JCB. Hello, Crystal Van Horn of Villa Ridge, Missouri. Where's Villa Ridge? Scott, you know where Villa Ridge is? I don't. I don't know either. Villa Ridge, but that's where Crystal Van Horn is from. I should know, but I don't know. She likes uh, listening to the legends played on KC that she grew up on. She loves gardening, fishing, and hanging with her family. She's a bit of an outdoors lady, it seems. Oh, an outdoors woman. Hunting, fishing. Loving, loving every, every day. day. Yeah. You want to feel like a fraud, if you're me, because I don't hunt, nor do I fish, and on occasion, I love every day. But, man, when I go to the Luke Bryan concert and I'm wearing a fishing shirt, I got, like, a Columbia shirt on and I'm blitzed. Ain't nobody likes hunting and fishing and loving every day more than this guy. <laughs> a little bit of a poser. I'm on a, hey, yeah. You don't fish at all? I've tried. It bores me. Yeah. Except when you go to a stock pond. Well, that's easy. That's yeah, fishing a barrel. That, that's the point, friend. <laughs> you don't have to, the patience <laughs> is eliminated. HD <laughs> KG95, Josh and a show. Josh and Scotty, glad you're with us today. Today is Christopher McDonald's birthday. Do you know who Christopher McDonald is, Scott? No. Why do I not know that? He's Shooter McGavin. Oh. Shooter. Also, familiar, but I didn't know what it was. Was featured in a film called Grease 2. He, he was, was one of the uh yeah, he's one of the T-Birds when Kinnicky, they were right? No, that's in the first Grease. And he wasn't Kanicki. That was uh, Jeff, what's his name, was Kanicki. What was uh, his name in Grease 2 then? I have what? no idea. I don't know well, any of the names on, in Grease 2. Nobody knows any of the names of people in Grease 2. Stephanie is the girl's name. And then uh, the guy was, but he was just like one of the, the, the lackeys. Uh, he was one of the, he was there with what's his name with Adrian Zemed. But I couldn't tell you the other names of the people. It was just, uh, there was uh, Stephanie Zanuni or whatever was was the Alicia, the, the Alicia, the, uh, what's her name? Michelle Pfeiffer name. And then he after- was Goose. Goose. Like anybody would have known Goose. No one knows any of the other people's names in Greece too. We know all their names from the original Greece though. We know Kanicki and we know uh, Duty was one of them. Putsy. Frenchie. Frenchie was one of the gals. And then there was, you know, Rizzo. Rizzo was in there. She was, boy, Rizzo's song in the first Greece. Like, biggest fast-forward moment maybe in cinema history. Like, oh, I don't care about you. <laughs> You're a whore. We get it. Kanicki's not interested. Fine. I'm fast-forwarding through your stupid song. I don't know that I fast-forward through something more than uh, the Rizzo song. How about Louis DiMucci? Uh, who's that? He's the one that sings, uh, let's do it for our oh, country. God. See, again, nobody knows the names <laughs> of anybody in Greece, too. That's terrible. So, uh, is there a better sports movie villain than Shooter McGavin? Ooh. Well, Big Earn. Big Earn's better. Yeah, Big I, Earn. I would take Big Earn over Shooter McGavin. But they're both kind of from that same era. Uh, they're both kind of, you know, uh, they're, they're a-hole sports movie characters in kind of off sports, like golf and bowling. Big Earn is the best. There's no best. fabulous. I, it, Big Earn's great. Shooter McGavin's right there. But if you said, Josh, you can only pick one, I'm taking Big Earn. And I'm taking Kingpin over Happy Gilmore. I just think Kingpin's a superior film. I think it's a brilliant movie. I would agree with I that. Think, and I don't think that um, Happy Gilmore's bad. I did end up watching Tommy Boy last night after yesterday's debacle during the break when I was watching <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that over. Uh, How does that have anything to do, though, with the sports movie villains? It really doesn't. I didn't uh, think it did. But... Uh, just going for comedy, I guess, is where my brain went with it. <laughs> it's probably one of the greatest comedies ever made. That's not, but that's what a, Tommy Boy's not one of the greatest. Now oh that's that that's just that's poppycock. <laughs> that's Tommy. It's, it's fine, but it's not like all time great. Com it's fine. It's a good movie. It's cute. It's fine. It's not one of the all time greatest comedies. The other two movies that I have just listed are funnier than Tommy Boy. 
Kingpin what? and Kingpin is funnier than Tommy Boy. I guarantee I could light up this text line right here with people that would agree with me on that. That that's that I is bet a, you it's gonna be 50-50. 5809 <laughs> I like how you hedged it there. You're like, I bet it's closer to 50-50. <laughs> come on, supporters, come in. Uh, Bring it to me. But um oh, look at that. Yeah. Tommy so. boy, Tommy boy, Tommy boy. None of that says that. And I know <laughs> you can't, can't read, read that. that because there's a, an 80 inch TV screen behind us and you have to stand right next to it to read it. So I know you couldn't see uh, that. I'm getting you liar. old, man. Give me a break. You're a liar. I can't even see my computer. Do you think that premiere you could help your eyesight? <laughs> Do you think if you take enough testosterone, you can see? <laughs> I should just inject it right into my eyeball. I think you should try it. Actually, don't try that. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That seems like a very bad situation. That wouldn't be good. Uh, but anyway, you should reach out to our friends at Premier U, though, because they're awesome, of course. And uh, I take the uh, Manjaro. I got on the scale today. I'm like 35 down now. I'm like well under 300 pounds. I, I keep forgetting to weigh myself. I'll, I'll have it tomorrow. But I'm hoping I'm 16, 17, roughly. Maybe another four. There you go. You mean you look, you look tight. Well, thank you. You look tight. You look really good driving around in that Camry. <laughs> I don't. Yesterday, I, I, uh, Trinity came to the house and she hadn't seen it yet. I'm like, you see the new Camry out there? I said, I've been driving around for two days picking up all the bitches. <laughs> and she said, I know I don't believe that because the gal who sold it to you sold you a limit. It barely runs. <laughs> Marla just looked at me like, yeah, right. right. <laughs> 618-750-LIFE. That is the number to call our friends at Premier U for just 399 bucks a month. How about this? Uh, they have got the generic equivalents of Ozempic and Manjaro. So you should reach out to them. You also do the testosterone. So you're stacking them and you're looking good. I'm feeling good. I think it, both of them together work really well. I haven't had any side effects or reactions. I'm losing weight. I'm not as hungry. I'm not eating as much when I do eat. It's it's a win-win. Hey, there you go. So you can uh, give them a call, 618-750-LIFE. Or you can go to Premier, the letter U, med.com, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, the letter U, med.com. Our friends at Premier U. A lot of people are suggesting uh, Caddyshack. That would be Judge Smales. Judge Smales uh, is a great, a great sports movie villain. Yeah. And when is. you're done, why don't you drop by the yacht club? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the market beat. But the man worthwhile is a man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> okay, Pookie, you do the honors. <laughs> I christen thee the flying wasp. I'm a big Caddyshack guy. I can see that. So I jump ship in Hong Kong and make my way over to Tibet. <laughs> and I get on as a looper to course in the Himalayas. A looper? You know, a looper, a caddy, a jock. Tell them I'm a pro jock and you'll never know, guess who they give me. The Dalai <laughs> Lama himself. Twelfth son of the Lama, the robes, bald, <laughs> striking. <laughs> so I'm on the first tee with him. I give him the driver. Hauls off and hits a big one. Big hitter, the llama. <laughs> Into the base of this 50-foot glacier. You know, he says, Gunga Lagunga. Gunga Lagunga. So I finish 18 with him. He's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, llama, how about a little something, you know, for the effort? You know? He said, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> How do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't even remember uh, what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that's, uh, that's the difference. A lot of people are saying Tommy Boy they prefer over really? Kingpin. Yeah. So look at you. You got friends. I mean Kingpin's pretty good though. <laughs> You're I really, got carried away in me, comedy movies. I'm, I love comedy. Let me tell you something. You're tough to argue with because, honest to God, you have no opinions. <laughs> so you are difficult to argue with, sir. <laughs> what do you mean I have no opinions? <laughs> I have a lot of opinions. You, you flip-flopped already on me. You're like a politician. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> Do the traffic. I never said it was better. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> one lane closed due to debris on the road, 364 eastbound at uh, Upper Bottom Road off of 364 there. And uh, lane blocked due to stall vehicle 70 uh, westbound at Hanley 
Road. And that's it for traffic. Brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit AirComfortService.com. 32 degrees for the low. Guess what? Well, it's going to snow. 35 for the high tomorrow. 90% chance of snow showers tomorrow. Stupid. Not seeing much of an accumulation, but it is going to snow. Saturday cold as well. We'll start warming back up again next week when we go back to work. All right, there you go. You can't spell Methodist without meth. We'll have that for you in <laughs> Dumbass of the Day. I'll explain. Well, I said you can't uh, spell Methodist without meth. At least you can't in Woodbury, Connecticut, because a pastor has been arrested on allegations that he sold crystal meth out of the church's rectory. Ooh. That's right. The pastor was charged with possession of narcotics with intent to sell, possession of a controlled substance, and use of drug paraphernalia, among other charges. The pastor was released on $10,000 bail and was ordered to appear in Waterbury, Superior Court. State police said in a news release that the pastor was found in possession of crystal crystal meth in both rock form and uh, that had been liquefied into hypodermic needles. Oof. Anything that involves needles really starts to gross me out drug-wise. Like, like, I've never done drugs. It's not really my thing. Once I, you know, mistakenly took three hydrocodone, that was a fun night. But I never did it again because I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest euphoric feeling I've ever had. And if I start doing this, it won't be long until I'm, you know, doing, you know, doing heroin or something. Uh, but it fascinates me. Like, there's something just super gross about intravenous needles that weirds me out like that. You know, like people shooting up heroin or in this case, crystal meth. Scott, you ever done crystal meth? I haven't. Have you ever contemplated it? No. Have you been proposed? Like, has someone come up to you and said, hey, you're the guy from Transvaginal Mesh STL. Do you want to do some crystal meth with us? I don't think so. No. That's good. Yeah. You don't want to do... You don't want to do that crystal meth. You want to keep it... <laughs> you want to keep it below ground, as it were. You want to just do leaves, is what we want to do. Anything that grows out of the ground, I'm good with. Hey, God made dirt. He did. Dirt don't hurt. He made marijuana. He made mushrooms. He did all he that did psychedelics. Not make LSD. That's true. But he the Beatles not. took LSD and made Millions. Yellow Submarine. <laughs> yeah, maybe it works. So that's something, though. So the uh, look in this guy's defense, how much money do these pastors make? I mean, maybe he was making a couple extra bucks. It could have been worse. He could have been skimming from the collection plate. That would have felt a whole lot worse than selling methamphetamines to people who want crystal meth. He was providing a service, and the service costs money. Neither one are good. Well, I didn't say that. Well, okay. He's kind of like a teacher on OnlyFans. No, there's no... I mean, everybody wins in that. <laughs> um, uh, this is more of a, like, well, he could have been diddling. See? Yeah, see, see, look, now I found a positive. I've taken a negative, and I've turned it into a positive. Because usually when you hear stories about the pastors and the churches and doing bad things, it's, you know, you know and that's no good. <laughs> Up goes the weed. You don't want that. No. So, that, and it never said he was selling it to kids. He was just selling it to people who want crystal meth. So, again, neither are good. No. But at least he's not diddling. It's the lesser of two evils. I don't know how I feel about this transition, but this is a song called Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't selling Vaseline. I don't, but it's by a band called Stone Temple Pilots. It's Vaseline. And you've got it on KC95. Very religious song. KC95. Josh in a show. Josh and Scotty. I love this headline. It says, study, children of attractive parents may earn more money. According to this uh, study, a new paper from the nonprofit National Bureau of Economic Research took the step of analyzing a unique theory. If a connection exists between attractiveness and career success, obviously not in this room, what does it mean if a person's parents were good looking? How about that? Like, here's the thing. I have a theory. I don't even need to read their study. And I'll tell you what my theory is. The theory is that rich people, like if a man is rich, whatever, rich people just produce prettier kids. 
and prettier kids have it easier in life, and then they go on to make more money. I disagree. I no, I agree. That's fine. You can disagree. That's fine. But I'm telling you, why do rich people only have good-looking kids? I didn't say only. I said rich people have good-looking kids. Like nine out of ten children of rich people are good-looking. That's by my science. I did the science, and here's why. <laughs> I did the science. <laughs> Wait, no, I want to see these research. Look, I'm just telling you facts. No, this is my research here, Scott, and I'm going to tell you. I've seen men that are rich. They're not necessarily handsome, but they're rich. What do rich men always do? They marry hot broads because they have the hot broads to marry. Because Do you think hot broads want to marry basic mofos like us? No. Not like, you know, like porn stars and, you know, real classy women. No, they don't I want see, to marry. I disagree. My wife's lovely. She is. I'm not disagreeing. So is mine. But what I'm saying is there are wives and then there's like supermodels. And they marry rich men. Although yours might be a little bit different because you maybe were almost once rich. So <laughs> your wife got with you. Was she with you on the way up? She got screwed. She did. She was like, listen. Like, she's like, listen, my boyfriend right now is at a showcase with three doors down. We're going to make it. She hated it. She, did. she wasn't like a big fan of the band thing. Like that wasn't her thing at she's all. She's like, I just want to get back to the farm. <laughs> I want the, the fainting goats. And that's all I want. Now, see, I didn't know she wanted, like, the farm stuff. But she did. Yeah. As it turns out. Now, here you are. We enjoy it. Drive that's a fun. Camry. Life's good. You know, it's a simple life. but <laughs> It's a simple But it's a life. But no. I'm going to so, drive the tires off that thing. I promise you. They already fell off. You, Yeah, because you just had to put new ones on because they <laughs> sold you a car with bald tires. <laughs> but anyway. At point, least I know what's what's going on with the car. Yeah, you do now. Because I to fix everything. Yes, correct. But anyway. All right. So... Rich men do not have to be good-looking to get hot chicks. No. So then what they do is they mate. They make sexy time. <laughs> sexy time. And they mate, and, and their offspring... is incredible. <laughs> I know, right? And then they, when, after they mate, they, they reproduce. You they have a spawn. They can't mate like that. Well, this it's just it, people... Like, like, again, like this, or like, whatever. <laughs> so then they mate. Yes. And then they produce children, and those children are going to be good-looking because at least half of their... Their parents are good looking and they produce good looking kids. And then those good looking kids are not only good looking, but they're rich and life is easy for them. That's all. That's look, that's my science. Trust the science. <laughs> I never have. So I'm I think, I think you should now. start now. Trust the science. This is my, <laughs> this is science according to me. Science according to you. You got a PBS special going on. I do. Don't you? I, yeah, I'm going to do a TED talk. <laughs> the science of attractiveness. Look, it's not even, I mean, look. I don't want to make it seem like anybody can do what I do, but when I'm doing my science, it was a pretty simple formula. Pretty in, pretty out. And then when you're pretty, life is easy. I know. Mind blown. Winner. <laughs> I love it. Oh, all right. Yeah, you can't dispute science, Scott. <laughs> it's... You can't. <laughs> it's hard. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Need a new I theory. ain't talking about fake science either. I'm talking about my science. Oh, you're okay. I'm a real scientist. <laughs> Did in you the, do good in science class? In the vein of like a Bill Nye. Did you do science? Did you like no, science? No, 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 no. I hated either. science. Now I, I love it. It's fascinating, is it? Like the yeah. things I didn't like in school, I'm kind of intrigued by now. Now, if they would have taught me how to make like marijuana oils in high school, I probably would have been into it. See, that's what they need to start doing more of. Especially now that it's legal. And if more of the teachers would have been doing OnlyFans videos, I would have liked gone to school. Yeah, I would have enjoyed it more. Or I probably just would have stayed home and watched their OnlyFans video, so I guess it would have been counterproductive. <laughs> They'd be better off putting a lesson inside the OnlyFans video and people would learn. Scott, you get it. Yeah. Scotty knows. Science. Dude, science. <laughs> All right. Here's Travis. Uh, one leg closed you to crash. 64 westbound on outer, uh, outer, outer, outer Fardy Road. Outer, outer Fardy Road. And slow-moving traffic, uh, 40 westbound and 70 westbound approaching into Winsville. Looks like it's kind of a mess, but no specific incident to report. Brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck's Boots.com. KC Weather, brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and installation. 
triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 32 for the low. Snow coming in tomorrow with a high of only 35 degrees tomorrow. So bundle up. It's currently 53 and dropping quickly. All right. Coming up, I've got two drug-related questions that are both from studies that you might be able to answer for me. Because right. you are a doctor of marijuana arts. Whatever <laughs> marijuana. You're, you're. It's science. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we'll have that coming up. So uh, somebody just texted us at uh, 314-514-5809. Put that number in your phone. A uh, link to a story. We've talked about it a little bit about how this schnooks, this new schnooks rule about how you can only have 10 items in the self-checkout yeah. has really just got people all sorts of pissed, right? Yeah. Which I get because some people are very good at just going quickly in the self-checkout and don't want to go wait in that long-ass line, uh, you know, waiting for someone else to do it for you when you can do it yourself. Bag it up yourself and everything. Well, dig on this story. Dateline, University City. A man was charged this week after police said he flashed a gun at a Schnooks employee who told him he had too many items in the self-checkout line. Flashed a gun at him? He, I don't know if he just pulled a little move where he opens up his coat. He's like, you want some of this? Or if he pulled out a gun and said, let's go or what? I don't know. Jesse Lee Garrett was trying to check out just before 7 p.m. at the Schnooks at 6920 Olive Boulevard when an employee approached him about the item limit. The lane was for people who had 10 items or fewer, and Garrett was told to go to another lane because he had more than that. He then lifted his shirt and showed the employee a handgun in his waistband. When officers arrived, Garrett initially denied he had a gun, which I would imagine would be a difficult thing to do, considering that it's in your waistband. I mean, right. I mean, they can just go, pat, pat, oh, you're hung like a horse, or you have a gun there. Or you have a penis on your side. <laughs> That's also a possibility. Uh, they eventually found a loaded gun hidden behind a box of candy. Oh, he tried to dump off his gun oh. on a shelf of candy. But they found it. Garrett then admitted to brandishing the gun, but said he had done so playfully. That's always, yeah, it, it was a playful show. Like, hey... Hey, look at my gun. I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you. Don't talk to me that way. <laughs> you. Anyway, I got a gun. I might shoot you. Ah! See? That's an unintended consequence, you see. Schnooks decided that, hey, you have to have the uh, the thing with the, 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 the self-checkout, and that's an unintended consequence, which is there are crazy people that will brandish weapons. That is If you try to stop them. Insane. What, the that's 10 items or that? No, just... Yeah, showing the gun. Not I the might ten. make an argument that the 10 items rule might be crazier. Yeah, I mean, that's That guy's angry. Great either. He's, he's angry. <laughs> the man's angry. He says, I have 11 items. What if he only had 11? How did we determine that 10 is the ideal number of of units, if you will, to go through a self-checkout? How did we determine? 14 and there'd be less angry. You think so? I but what know. if someone's got 15? There's always going to be one more. We'll get in the other line. You're I don't want to do the that. Limit. They take so long. No, no, knock on schnooks. It's just anywhere. Yeah. I don't like to wait in lines for other people to scan my stuff when I can just go right through, bang, 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 and I'm out. So the schnooks ones are tough at, at, at ours. Like it does, it, you got to make sure you put in the bag. Oh, that's anywhere. You know, that's a pain. That happens at Walmart. Happens anywhere. The worst is like, say you're at Walmart and someone has to come over and look at your ID to, so you can buy beer in the self checkout, which I do a lot. Speaking of that, Sam's Club. Here, here hold on to it. Hold on okay. to it. We got to play Tom Petty. Then All we'll right. Sam's Club. We All got right. hot takes. They're All coming. Right. Stay right. there. So, what is your beef with uh, Sam's Club? So after you check out there, and you're with like a, you can do self check out there, but you don't yeah. also have a cashier or whatever. So you get there, and then you gotta carry the receipt with you. I gotta scan your receipt. And there'll be a big line of people trying to get out the door so they can scan your receipt and then scan several items to see yeah. if you're stealing. Like yeah. you just saw me check out. I'm with you. I don't go to, like I don't That's have a Sam's Club me. membership or anything, so I don't go to these ones where you can buy in bulk like that. But it's like that at Walmart, you know? Like, And it's funny how they pick and choose. Like, sometimes these people at the door pick and choose which people they're going to look at their receipts. They're profiling sometimes. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, for whatever they reason, they profile me. Than, than the other. Yeah, I agree. They profile me. They do me, too. They do bearded people, clearly. Yeah. They have an issue with people with beards. They say, look at this little bearded guy. And he he's like, like a thief. This guy looks, uh, he's got sticky fingers, is what they say. <laughs> sticky fingers. So they want to make sure they look at my receipt. 
Then, like so, then somebody's got four giant TVs in a cart. They're like, have a nice day, ma'am. <laughs> Me, I've got a, an 18 pack of bush lights. They're like, all right, sir, you stop right here. Guys, he's got a beard. He's mischievous. I think that's what they say. I'm not positive. I don't like it, but I think so. Uh, all right, so we will do headline choose here in a second. Let me give you these two headlines that you have to choose from, and you let us know which story you want to hear more about in the news, okay? Here is headline number one for headline choose. OnlyFans model claims she and her boyfriend had sex in the Super Bowl parking lot. I saw that. Okay. All right, and number nah, two. You know what I meant. I saw the article. All uh, right, if you saw the sex, <laughs> give me the deets. Uh, and number two, headline, study. Lots of erections prevents impotence in old age. Which story would you like to hear more now? This one that's a study sounds like it could be something that could provide information for a lot of our listeners. Yes. That's all I'm saying. So, headline. Yes. Study. Lots of erections prevent impotence in old age. Do you want to know more about that? Or, OnlyFans model claims she and her boyfriend had sex in the Super Bowl parking lot. So, send us a text that says boners or a text that says whoopee. There you go. Which Boners one do you want? Or Boners or Whoopi? Boners or Whoopi? Let us know. Both and, good choices. And uh, we will have that for you coming up in uh, Headline Shoes at about 5.30. Reading through some of these text messages from folks. You guys are pussies. Tell them that this is your stuff. Don't touch it and call the cops if you think I'm stealing. I don't ever stop for those guys at any store. Well, you, well, sir, are a renegade. Yeah. And you're, you're a rebel. You're a rebel. Quit the name calling. You're, hey, look. He's cooler than us. That's a man. We're, I don't like we're that. mice. You don't just say that. I'm sorry, but I don't know you. When Scott drives his new-ish Toyota Camry, his new-to-him Toyota Camry to Sam's Club, he adheres to the rules. If that makes him a bitch, that makes him a bitch. Oh, don't take his side. I'm not taking his side. I am. No I bitch. took your side. I took your side. Okay. I said if he chooses to be a bitch, that's his choice. <laughs> Is that taking his side? I didn't choose. He, you made a choice. So I don't know what to tell you. I'm a good law-abiding citizen. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the text messages are flowing in. It is nothing but texts that say boners. So right now we're trending towards <laughs> study. Lots of erections prevent impotence in old age. I'm good with that. So that's that's what we're trending is this towards science now. again. We're well, science it's a study. Day? It's a study. Yeah. That means science. It means science. In my world, I need deets. All right, well, so, that's why we're going to give them. Now, give me the deets on traffic. Uh, one lane closed due to crash, 270 northbound at uh, 6440. Slow moving traffic out near 40 and 70 west, approaching Wentzville. And that's about it. Brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, Work Western Hiking, Biker and Fashion, Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. KC Weather, Air Comfort Service, Heating, Cooling, and Insulation, Triple the Heat. Save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. Details and a free estimate at you need to visit aircoverservice.com. Sorry about that. Uh, 32 for the low, 35 for the high tomorrow. Snow showers expected. It's not going to be a pretty day. Saturday, cold as well. Warming back up into next week, mid next week, hitting up into the high 60s, close to 70 degrees. Oh, boy. It's currently 52 degrees. I'm getting a lot of boners being texted our way. So As long as you're not getting pictures and it's just the word. Only a couple. <laughs> anyway, so we'll get to headline shoes coming up at 5.30. Stay there. G95, Josh in his show. All right, headline shoes coming up. Find out about this study about how more boners will keep you from being impotent when you get older. We'll have that. That's the winner. It's coming up. That's after Nirvana. It's about a girl on KC95. Brought to you by Frank Lee, the Mitsubishi, and the automotive outlet in Bridgeton. Vehicles 29 bucks down. So researchers in uh, Sweden gave mice regular erections by stimulating <laughs> <laughs> By stroking them. <laughs> the idea of that is spectacular, though. It's like Never jerked off on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Listen here. <laughs> Touching my boner. I told you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, baby. 
Why don't you come on over here and see my mouse penis? I got mouse boners. You like that? Of mice and men. Let me tell you, these boners were created in a lab, baby. These are science boners. Oh, look, there's a there's a hamster over there. You thirsty, baby? Hey. Hey, I like the big girls. I, I, I like them thick. And juicy. Hey, ooh, there's a guinea pig over there. Hey, baby. I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Science boner. I'm a mouse with a science boner. So they're, what, giving these mice Viagra? Is that what they're doing? Well, Scott, I'm glad you asked. Apparently, they stimulate a region in their brain responsible for arousal. And then they analyze the fibroblasts. <laughs> they're all sitting around watching only mice. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, he's aroused. And I bet when he's a two-year-old mouse, <laughs> he won't be impotent. Like, who thinks of these studies? This is ridiculous. So, so we, we were, were playing, playing mouse trap. <laughs> That's, That's how, how it starts. <laughs> they gave me a little bit of cheese. And, and I, I said, hey, baby. baby. <laughs> See, we got, hey, there's a gerbil over there. Hey, guys. That's what I love about these gerbils. I get older, but they stay the same age. All right, all right, all right. With my old boner. My old mouse boner. Mm. That's terrible. Science created mouse boner. <laughs> so, anyway, the study found that fibroblasts cause the blood vessels in the penis to widen, leading to longer lasting erections. The effectiveness of this process depends on uh, the number of fibroblasts, whatever this is, meaning that the more erections a man has, the more fibroblasts are available to help him stay erect in the future. They also found that more erections lead to more fibroblasts and vice versa. So if you have more erections, these fibroblasts will happen and it will help you not have impotence issues later in life. Well, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. You should die with one. Let, Let me tell you something, something brother. brother. I am 111 years old. Boners all day. 111-year-old mouse. I'm an 111-year-old mouse. I've dodged the trap more times than you can count. And let me tell you something, Bubba. Science created these old man mouse boners, and I got them all day. I got mouse boners all day. You want to see? I'm going to pass. You, you might need a micro, a little, 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 a magnifying glass to see it, but it's there. I don't want to burn the tip off. Let me tell you something. I've burned that tip off many times on that guinea pig over there. A little friction. Hey, Cheryl, come on over here, babe. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you something, baby. This it ain't going to take care of itself. So I'm going to need you to come over here. They keep this thing nice and hard all day. Let me tell you something. My science boner needs you. I'm 111 years old. No boner issues. Beautiful boners. So the more you use it now, the better you are off later. Uh, one time I got a caught in a mouse trap, but uh, I accidentally tripped that bad boy. I was going to say you broke the mouse trap. <laughs> We're dumb.